0: Welcome to the Homeschool Unlocked podcast, the show that helps parents see homeschooling as a unique opportunity. So forget fear. You can inspire. You can guide your child. Homeschool Unlocked. It's not school. It's life. Hello. Hello, my love. (laughs) Welcome to Season 2, Episode 2, and today we're going to talk about homeschooling young ones.
1: I am so ready for that talk.
0: However, we like to start with a joke first.
1: Oh, okay. We're trying to be funny here today, okay? Yes, I we do. we never, if anyone's ever listened to any of our episodes, we are super duper serious.
0: Yes, so very academic here. So I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, so, honey, what did the left eye say to the right eye?
1: Uh, you don't see me.
0: No, because if they were looking in a mirror... But okay. he said, okay, so the left eye says, between us, something smells.
1: We, okay, okay. Season two, episode two starts off with an eye in a nose joke.
0: I got it. Well, I just want you to know. Oh, I just came up with that one, like, right now. I just want you to know that we are going to be talking. Ah, that was so bad.
1: <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going, my love.
0: <laughs> We're going to talk about homeschooling little ones we have six children we've been homeschooling for a long time because we started when our oldest well he was born because well he was born I'm glad
1: he was born (laughs) okay Okay. but I
0: was I was teaching high school I was in study hall and my water broke so 2003 That was my last day, that day in May. We've been homeschooling for quite a while, and we are so thankful to be talking to you and sharing some encouragement if you are homeschooling young ones right now. Moms, enjoy the season. I know the days are long, but trust us, the years are definitely short. And we want to give you some encouragement about how you can set up a schedule that allows for structure and You know can bring peace of mind to your child because they like to know what's going to be going on during the day and yet allows for freedom right because that's one of the things that we were talking about in our last episode is control we also said the freedom trial and error to learn and also relationships one way that you can really enjoy your homeschool environment with little ones is start the day by going outside when they're young I mean, nowadays, you can take them out in their PJs, and it's fine, really. But enjoy the day by going outside. That may be just going even to your backyard, walking around the block, whatever it might be. Take them outside. Allow them to get some fresh air, and just start laughing together.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then once you uh, once you bring the outside into the whole learning environment, uh, super cool things happen. I remember the first time we really started taking our kids outside super seriously and figuring out, okay, how can we bring this into our educational setting and not necessarily make it like a recreational task? And I remember us integrating both art and science into the equation. You know, hey, take out the journal, take out a pencil, pick something, draw it, and then we bring it back in, talk about it, label it, memorize it, color it. And so all of a sudden, you know, you got art, you got science, you got the outdoors. And again, you know, this episode, we're specifically talking about educating young, young kids. And so bringing the outside in is super important.
0: Yeah, As you go, even on a simple walk, you might see those brown birds. And you may wonder what are those birds called and you learn that they're called grackles most likely you start Naming birds as you go on a walk. Or maybe when you go on a walk, you start noticing and you, in the stroller, just point out what tree is blooming. Maybe you take a leaf from that tree and you sketch it and you do that every day. Even in the smallest activities, just taking the time to notice, taking the time to repeat a certain skill is going to help them develop attention, awareness. It's going to give you an appreciation for even your local just neighborhood, and, and you're going to be able to turn those small little walks into great learning opportunities.
1: Yeah, and if I can expand off of those walks, you know, it's a wonderful opportunity to just build what, what you know, we would all understand to be imagination, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're, we're super into stories. We're into just making some stuff up. And so, you know, you go on a walk. It's the same, the same sidewalk, the, the same path you take, but this time there's a squirrel Sometimes there are three squirrels. Sometimes they're they're running up. Sometimes you see a bird and a pigeon. And all of a sudden what we would do with that is we'd come up with stories as we walk. Right. I mean, we've played games like that before where, you know, you roll the dice or, you know, you pick something out of a hat and the next person needs to continue a story. Right. So all of a sudden we're going on a walk and we're like, hey, yeah, let's talk about oh, those when the squirrels attacked the pigeons. Oh, yeah. There were three squirrels. But really inside the squirrel wasn't an animal, it was a little person living inside the squirrel. And what are they doing? You know, and I would go to one of the kids. What do you think they're thinking? What do you think they're feeling? Where do you think they're going? Right. You allow them to participate and help fill in the gaps. Right. You understand what they're thinking, right? Then you take the store and you go back. Okay, what are they thinking now? What are they feeling now? And look, we're working on imagination. You're working on building compassion, empathy, right? Uh, actually thinking of, of someone else's thoughts and feelings, right? I mean, we introduce this to our kids super, super early. And so all this stuff happens as you bring the outside in, you go for a walk, you expand on imagination, and you just, you just do life. You do that.
0: And when you come in and then you have breakfast together... Even that small activity. Really capitalize on it. Extend that activity. You're looking, you're cutting an apple. Well, cut the apple in different directions, right? If you cut cut it horizontally and then you open it up, you see that it has like a, a little flower pattern to it. If you cut it, uh, vertically. What do you notice that's different? Does the apple taste different today? What are we having? You know, even in the smallest activities with your little ones, the more, I, I found that the more time you spend with them in the morning and the more conversation you have with them early on in the day, the easier it is for them to later on have time on their own to play quietly. If you just had a newborn and you are having a tough time waking up early because you've been up all night, Mm -hmm. then in that case, don't worry. There are going to be seasons where you might have already some shows that you know are going to be good for them to watch. You have that lined up, and they can watch TV in the morning. I know that oftentimes we get into this mindset, this idea that if we start a habit, that's it they won't be able to break it you know we won't be able to work a new habit in but that's not true when you just have a newborn maybe you do let your other children watch a little tv in the morning if you only have young ones but If you are in a situation, like in a season of life, where you're able to dedicate time to your child in the morning, the more time that you give them in the morning, it actually sets a better tone for the whole day. They're actually able to play independently for longer periods of time after they've had time to connect with you. They've gone outside. They talk to you over breakfast. Maybe you read to them. You can get a lot done with a younger child in an hour or an hour and a half. And then the rest of the time, you break it up into chunks. You have a lot of flexibility.
1: There is. I mean, there's a there's a term that we use in academic circles called academic ga- engagement time, A-E-T, academic engagement time. And you can actually clock this. You know, obviously, the more engaged the child is with whatever learning material there is, The higher or the greater the possibility of that material being learned and being observed, uh, being absorbed. Right. So, I mean, you can step into any any school setting and you can clock the amount of time a child is, you know, actually engaged in the material. And you might be super surprised with how little that is. Right. You have a typical school day, six, seven, eight hours. If you were to clock all the times the child is exclusively engaged in the material, you'd be lucky to find an hour. So, for example, so, so now what happens is you come home and you give them quality, hour and a half, that, that's greater than some seven-hour time slots. So, just think of it that way. Whatever you give this child in that window, there's a great, great, great chance that that's way more than they would get anywhere else.
0: Yeah, I always, I didn't learn one time that the Romans actually used to, when they their children started school, they would prioritize gymnastics and music. And as a homeschooling family, even though we have the time where we could have those activities happening during the day, sometimes because there's not necessarily a large enough group to support maybe a a business that does that, but I wish we really did have more opportunities during the day where homeschooling families could go and, Go to a gym or learn music. You spend that time. If you don't have that ability or whatever, use the morning to really engage in activities that require a little bit more mental focus. Maybe they're more demanding subjects. Your child is alert in the morning. They're very attentive. Use that time and capitalize on that that brain strength that they have when they're fresh.
1: Yeah, I mean – I mean, I mean, on my end, right, prior to, um, prior to what I'm doing now, uh, but as a school psychologist, when I had to assess the more uh, the tasks that really required a lots of cognitive energy, right? when I would give my uh, intelligence assessments to kind of gauge learning style or, you know, all that stuff tied to I.Q, that could only be done in the morning. That had to be done before lunch that that had to be done. So if you could imagine that is when these little kids have the most amount of energy. And so, you know, if you know that in the AM slot, that's when the most amount of energy is there. And you know that as a young, young kid, the number one question running through your head through through their head is, What is it? You can begin to feed all those what's. If in their head, right, at this young, young age, their question is, What is it? Well then that 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 explains why memorization is probably the top skill at that particular moment to kind of exercise and build.
0: And then in the afternoon, when you need to get some work done, because you've invested, you've set the tone with them, you've had conversations, you've loved on them, you've imagined together, whether it be going on a walk or reading, you've spent quality time, at least an hour, an hour and a half. Now you transition to lunch. You eat together, you put the timer on so you don't take an, you know, you still stay on track, but now you need to get some work done, mom, whatever that looks like. It could be administrative things. It could be like, for example, with my direct sales, my network marketing, I'm able to work on that while I'm working. I can have a special bin of toys that Geronimo's allowed to use only during that time. Right, he likes this like little electrical circuit, he can only use that during that time, and then you're able to get some work in maybe during their nap time, or maybe they're awake, they're sitting with you at the table. Let's say they like to color and draw, they can only use the special box of crayons during this special time.
1: And if I can say, one of the beautiful things that you've done. Uh, at least I recall you doing it more recently with uh, maybe babies number four, five, and six, is you've actually recorded yourself reading, right? So all of a sudden, you know, the conversation was uh, moms with newborns and a kid, you know, if you're awake, you know, reading to the newborn, there's nothing like uh, stimulating audio, you know, processing, right? You just read to the little baby. Might as well record that. Might as well record that because while you take a nap, you can actually be reading to the other kid right so that's one thing that we've noticed you know while our kids are doing some chores right they're at the age other ones that are doing chores they're listening to audiobooks not not necessarily professionals reading them although my wife does read i think wonderfully well um they're they're listening to stories that mommy has read to them.
0: So moms, when you have younger children, do not don't fret about getting every major thing done. You will allow them to be able to grow in so many areas by doing a few simple things consistently. You can also Let's say have little centers. Maybe one part of your living room is dedicated to blocks. Say you have a certain kitchen table that's dedicated to Play-Doh. Maybe you want, when they're little, to have certain themes. The fall is coming. Maybe you want to have... An autumn theme. Maybe you want to explore different things, uh, go to different museums. You can turn it into a whole week event. I mean, just really when they're little, enjoy the freedom that you have to just laugh together, grow together, make good memories, um, have a flexible schedule, prioritize, but be willing to adapt because you are not going to get this time back. And so you want to just savor it.
1: So, one of the reasons. Why? Or not even one of the reasons. I mean, in this particular episode, we shared several reasons to help support our position for this fact. We think homeschool needs to be on everybody's bucket list. Now, we're not dictating to you how long that should be, how long this particular season should be. I mean, we've done it from our kids from pre-K all the way to 10th, 11th, 12th grade, right? But we understand that homeschool uh, can be a season for some. We're just simply saying to you, there are fruits, right? There are experiences, there are joys that could only be found when you bring the child home and you handle some of these things yourself, right? So this is, hey, listen, if you have going to France, going to Greece, going to Europe, going to Asia, going to South America, Central America, if you have these as goals, as things you want to do, homeschooling your child for a season should definitely be that, if only for all the beautiful things that Monica has just shared. And if you go back to season two, episode one, where we talked about control, flexibility, and relationships that are found in the homeschool community. This is what our community is about. This is what this podcast is about. It's about an experience that you could only get at homeschool, right? And that we want you to add. We want you to do that.
0: Thank you so much for listening.
1: So on that awesome note, in terms of bucket list, I encourage you to reach out to anyone and everyone that's considering it. Point them to this particular podcast. It isn't necessarily going to give them answers tied to what skills are best or what learning styles are best or what pedagogical teaching styles are the best. This is not what this is about. This is about bucket list. This is about the homeschool environment, the homeschool experience. And so I say, hey, you know several different folks that are considering it, even for a season. I say point them to us. Send them to us. We'd love to have conversations via this podcast. You know, hey, with lots of love, my queen and I say all of you. We love you. Have a beautiful day.
0: Thank you for spending time with us today. Check out our link below and subscribe to our podcast. We hope that we helped you by unlocking a new way of seeing homeschooling. Who else needs to hear this? Only you know. So take action and share it. Because remember, homeschool unlocked. It's not school. It's life.